VOC Breakfast, weekdays 6.30 to 9am, only on The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to Breakfast on 921.3 FM, your voice in the morning. Assalamu alaikum if you have just joined us. Now into our first feature this morning on Breakfast. As, as I mentioned, this is something that was pertinent, something that we needed to talk about this morning. Now the health department has seen a sharp drop in trauma-related cases over the New Year period following the announcement of Level, um, uh, level 3 National Lockdown which has seen alcohol uh, being banned once again and obviously a new curfew being introduced, as, as we all know. Now, as many of us are probably familiar with it also, that around about uh, this time, um, you know, un- under normal circumstances, um, we, we do also witness an influx in, an influx in um, trauma-related cases. Let's chat to Dr. Sadiq Karim. He is the Chief Operations of the Western Cape Department of Health. Um, just to sort of delve a little bit more into this as well. So, Islam alaikum. Shukran so much for joining us on Breakfast 9 to 1.3 FM. Surely the alcohol ban, you know, the, the, the impact that it had on trauma cases um, before the uh, Level 3 lockdown versus now that the, the new regulations have been implemented. Can you just uh, briefly talk us through that? <clears throat> Assalamu alaikum. Yes, look, we, this was probably the in my, in my own career and certainly those of many other um, doctors that work in, in, in this environment in state services, probably the single biggest ever decrease that we've had in trauma admissions on a New Year's Eve. So to give you some example, I mean, we have in some of our busier units that we keep an, uh, monitor, that we monitor and keep an eye on, Khrushchev Hospital over the New Year's Eve night evening. From the, mid, from the evening till 6 o'clock the next morning, had six patients in trauma. Normally that hospital would be flooded with trauma patients. Tigerberg Hospital had 12 patients. Kailicha Hospital had four patients and so on and so on. So they've all recorded virtually single digit trauma numbers. And to give you some idea of the comparison, Gulam, when we look at this year's New Year's Eve, in other words, the period of midnight from 31st of December, and we looked at the whole weekend up until the 4th of January, so includes the, the New Year's Day as well. The assault incidents that we transport through our emergency services dropped by a staggering 60% when you compare this year to last year, New Year's Eve period, and the transport-related incidents dropped also by a staggering 50% when you compare, make that, that same comparison. And obviously, like you say, it's the combination of increased lockdown regulations and curfew as well as the alcohol restrictions. Mm. And also, if you if you look at some of the other contributing factors, which also led to a decrease in emergency cases being reported at hospitals, because if you look at, I mean, the alcohol, we know what happens, you know, when people um, become really intoxicated. But obviously, there were some other contributing factors that also led to the decrease in emergency cases being reported at these hospitals. For example, with the curfew, no, uh, nobody would be after hours on the road. Did or, or was this just an exception, or did we have cases like this, you know, um, reported? No, that's you, you're quite right. I mean, because nobody was on the road, that our transport-related incidents dropped by that staggering 50%. I mean, it's actually just phenomenal that that, that we've never been on a New Year's Eve um, um, that quiet. I normally describe it as under normal circumstances as absolute carnage. And if you look at the trauma admissions to our hospitals itself, because obviously besides the, the, the ambulances moving people around, which is the majority of cases, some people present themselves as well. The trauma admissions to our um, facilities that we keep, the five facilities that we keep, uh, uh, that we keep monitoring, we call the ECTUS report, that dropped by almost by a staggering 65% as well. 
the murder, just to give an example of, of, of the decrease in the murder rates, comparing this New Year's Eve period with last year's New Year's Eve period, dropped by 36%. So we, we saw, and, and all, of, all of this means that we can, in fact, redirect our resources for COVID care. And, and, yes. and that's been really, really good. Uh, in fact, I wanted to touch on that, actually, um, sorry, because obviously if, the, if there was a decrease in, in um, emergency cases such, you know, because of, uh, um, you know, alcohol abuse or whatever the case might be, more attention could have been spent then on your COVID-19, um, you know, uh, p- protocols in hospitals for starters. And this would have also been so, sort of just create more capacity, basically, um, in hospitals generally. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, we, and as you know, I mean, critical care, trauma beds, theatre services, the whole range of activity then, because it's decreased on the trauma side, we're able to use the doctors, use the nurses, use our oxygen, use our theatres, whatever is required for COVID care. So to give an example of some of the of the hospital admissions at the moment, just while we're talking about it, we currently, as of this morning, had 3,290 people admitted to hospital who recall from uh, as a result of, of COVID. Um, you know, most of them in the public hospitals, um, but also a fairly fairly large quantum of people in the private hospitals as well. Okay. Now, um, I'm also with regards to the the normal, you know, people are obviously, there's a lot of anxiety and stuff, you know, around COVID-19. I wanted you to um, just comment briefly, you know, there were certain allegations that were made against Grotesque Hospital in particular, in which wrong medication, for example, and this is all alleged at this point in time, um, wrong medication was given to a patient which led to, to his death. Um, how can the family hold the hospital accountable and how often does something like this actually happen? That sounds that's very, 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 very. I must must be honest. I don't know obviously the details, specific detail of this incident. But if a family is concerned, we have a number of mechanisms. They can obviously write to the department. In fact, they need to do that because we would actually need to launch a, a formal investigation. Um, we need they need just and they can write 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 to the to the Department of, of Health, um, or they can write to the hospital CEO to begin launching the investigation. But something like that we would take very seriously if it were in fact true. Um, I can't imagine that it would be, but you know, without knowing the details of it, I'd say the family needs to absolutely contact the hospital CEO or contact the Department of Health in, in writing and let us actually investigate that properly. We're going to have to leave it there, uh, Dr. Sorry, but before before I let you go, there was one more thing that I wanted you to comment on, um, in, you know, just final comment to listeners regarding the importance oh. of following the necessary um, COVID-19 protocol. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't get that. Now, I'm saying, you know, just for you to share some final comment with regards to the importance of people adhering to the COVID-19 oh. regulations. Oh, okay, no, Mark, there was a noise on the, on the, on the line. No, abs- absolutely. I mean, my, I'll always make, make the appeal to people to rather stay safe, keep yourself and your loved ones safe, avoid gatherings. If you don't have to go out, then don't go out. You know, it's almost like a voluntary lockdown. Dr. Park and I was on the radio show the other day talking about almost like voluntary lockdown. And keep yourself safe. And lastly, shield the vulnerable people. Shield the elderly, shield your parents, and just make sure that everybody is safe. Right. I think we're going to have to leave it there. We've actually just lost uh, some contact there with uh, Dr. Saudi Karim. He is um, the Chief Operations uh, for the Western Cape Department of Health, basically talking to us about the impact that the, that the um, alcohol ban had had on 
you know, the hospitals in the Western Cape, especially over this festive period.